Hello everyone, welcome back to Talk Dirty To Me. Sorry that we've been sort of, you know, MIA for a while. But a very, very, very exciting episode for you. Um, this is actually the first episode where Ella and Olo are together! <laughs> so we, sorry, we're in my mum's office right now we're, and no one else is here so it's okay. But it's a different environment. We're mm-hmm. trying to be professional. We actually have tea with us as well. Yeah, I think this is probably the first time I'm not going to be drinking alcohol during our recordings because I'm always like partly drunk. Frankly, same. Mm-hmm. So we're really amping up the level of professionalism here at Doc- Talk Dirty to Me. <laughs> Just for you guys. That's it. You're the only reason we're not drinking alcohol. Uh, also, it's 2 p.m. Right, sorry. I'm just going to move the table closer. I don't really care if that's in there. There you go, guys. Now you know where we are. Ella! Ella's here! She's in London! Is this not... Wherever you are, I hope you do a little whoop. Can I hear a whoop? Okay, I heard it. I, you I could, heard I could it. hear it as well. Yeah, I could hear it. Oh, yes. All the way from like the one listener in Chicago. I could, <laughs> could hear the whoop. Um, Ella is in London on like a little vacay and she's mm-hmm. leaving shortly, but we've realized, oh fuck, maybe we should record an episode together. Maybe we should. Maybe while we're in person, we should actually do what we have been struggling to do <laughs> over the phone. Um, yeah, Ella, how are you? Am I being an okay host? Are you having a good time? Ladies and gentlemen... Everyone listening, <laughs> Olo has been the most incredible host. Um, I set myself just... up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else was I going to say? But no, but honestly, we've been having just the most lovely time mm. being in the city together. Yeah. Last time we were here together, it was, or rather the last time I was visiting, because you live here, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, crazy. Well, no, that was the... Because this is the third time you've come to see me. The first time was... The oh, the first time was... Yes. Yeah, the first time. I think you guys are all aware of the first time as well. Like, we've talked about it a little bit. Many times. Many times. There have been many stories where if you go back and listen to any, in, you know, any story where Ella was in London, that's exactly to what we're referring. It yes. was in 2017. It was summer 2017. Was when you came in November of 2019, it was a little bit more tame, but it was like... Mm-hmm. It was a cute trip. Yeah, it was a cute little... The first one was, like, year. fucking mental. But this time, it's been really fun because Alo mm. and I haven't seen each other in nearly two years. Yeah. Like, well over a year 16 months. Yeah. Which is disgusting, by the way. Yeah, it makes me want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I know, we, we did cry. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ran into each other at Heathrow, and, well, obviously, I was there. I didn't just, like, we didn't bump into each other in Heathrow. No, it was planned. It was it was very much planned. I picked her up. We I knew when she was landing, and we were sobbing, just bawling our eyes it out. It was fucking adorable. Um, yeah, it is. It's been a lovely trip as well because I think this time you're here for a few more days than mm-hmm. normal. It's not like a quick layover. Well, you are going to France next week, but woohoo! Oh, um, but it's been a, a fun little a day in the life of because you've kind of just been I've kind of just been doing my like living my yeah boring we were, life and we you've were been tagging along. We were talking about that, um, or rather, I was talking at all about it. <laughs> how I feel like this is I'm getting a taste of what it's like to live here, which is really cool. Like, granted, yeah. we've been going out to like eat and get coffee probably more than any sane person normally would. Yeah. But other than that, I've yeah gotten to really see the city in a different way, and it's really yeah. cool. Oh, that makes me happy. I think that's what I was saying to my partner this morning about having you here. 
before a week is sometimes like going into it having someone over for a week you think oh my god it's gonna get so exhausting like I'm like I'm gonna have to play host the whole time but I think having a week as opposed to like four days has actually been better in the sense where we've not had to rush to do anything we're like we have do our plans we have dinner plans tomorrow we have mm-hmm. plans to go on a, to a comedy show on Saturday um it's Wednesday for context no it's Thursday for context it's Thursday oh my god <laughs> oh my god it's already Thursday um, but it's been so much nicer to have like just more time to you know we've gone into the office well we're here now we're actually doing work and like you know we're we're both doing things that we need to do at the same time as just having a good time together and yeah. then of course we're gonna go out and go fucking crazy and there's gonna yeah. be carnage on Saturday I'm ready yeah I'm ready and too Friday. Yeah, and yeah Probably. tomorrow as well <laughs> From, tonight's gonna be more chill we're going to a pub it's, you know, it's just going to be a cute little thing, but then just tomorrow and Saturday are going to be a bit... They're going to be what we signed up for. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm so happy to finally have you on the show, like, in person on the show. This is crazy. It's a different... I don't, I don't... You all will have to write in and tell us what you think, but I'm yeah. personally sitting here and getting... I have a different energy than I really yeah. do when I'm working, yeah. and the energy feels different. Yeah. And it I might, like it. Yeah, <laughs> it might also be the, the time difference, because usually you're, like, about to go out when we do it, and for me it's, yes. like, after dinner, I've had my, my nighttime bath, as if. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's usually, we usually record the evenings my time and, like, the afternoons for you, or, yeah. like, night time for me, and then, like, evening for so you're usually getting ready to go out, and I'm usually like in yeah. for the night. Or I am out. I've recorded a couple. Oh yeah, in the park. In the park. Oh my god, yeah, the last one, um, Colin's episode. She was in the park. It was. We were just having the most difficult time scheduling yeah, it. That's we were just like, okay, we're gonna do it at this time. And I was like, I unfortunately have to be out at yeah. this time, but let's still record. Let's yeah. just do it. Oh no, it worked out though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having me because the the Miller's episodes are both both halves. I recorded in the office bit upstairs so you're now like seeing where I was sitting and stuff like mm-hmm. yeah I, I quite like doing it in this little conference room too but um but no having the because the only other episode I've recorded in person was the very first episode with um Bella and her sister Eloise yeah that was literally it and that I recorded in summer of 2019 and then didn't release it until March 2020 yeah. so that one literally just sat in my edited folder for like six months uh which is crazy actually but yeah so it's a bit strange being in person but it's also quite fun and also with them it was two of them and mm-hmm. me where and we were in their kitchen and stuff and like i think you can even hear the dog barking one point. like it's, it's just a different environment but anyway thank you so much obviously thank you for taking the trip to london to see me oh my god um, it means the world you know that and then yeah thank you for being up for doing this podcast and this episode is quite a monumentous episode. Because, monumentous or monumental? Monumental. Thank you. Okay, <clears throat> quite a monumental episode because we are about to introduce to you the Talk Dirty To Me book club. Yes. Name to be confirmed because that yeah. sounds a tad boring. And I think with the title Talk Dirty To Me, we can be a little bit more clever. Knowing us, we'll come up we'll with something, something clever and like a little naughty Fucking well. crazy. Oh, a little <laughs> bit naughty. Like you bet there will be some... Some well, never mind. Just just you wait. If you have any suggestions, email us. 
uh, talkdirty at gmail.com. We're gonna come back to the book club section towards the end of this episode, and we're gonna talk about how you all can get involved and how we're going to need you to get involved and participate, how you can be a guest on the next, you know, in this next chapter, um, and yeah, and how you're gonna help shape the future of the podcast. Yeah, we're really looking for your engagement, we're looking for what you all wanna hear, what you wanna talk about, what you're Mm -hmm. interested in, all of it. (sighs) Sips tea. Um, (laughs) Literally. Uh, yeah, so stay tuned, and until then, Ella and I are just gonna just gonna have a little catch up, and we're gonna answer some questions that you've all sent in. This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. We are so excited to do this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're actually here. This is just, oh, I've just sort of had like an epiphany moment where I'm sitting next to you and like, I can touch you. I know. Like, oh, we are, we're touching by the way. We're holding hands. Just so you know. <laughs> I hope whoever you're sitting next to, you hold their hand. Unless you're on the tube. Then don't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, where, do you know what I've always wondered? Sorry, this is a bit of a digression, but you know me. Um, mm. Where do people listen to the podcast most? Maybe we should ask our listeners this. If you, yeah. yeah, because for me, when I'm listening to a comedy podcast, so if I'm listening to like a murder one, which I am usually nine out of time to, Nine, nine out of ten times is a murder one, if not. Mm-hmm. Actually, you, me, and the rest of the world, it's probably quite true. literally. <laughs> um, I listen, that, is, that doesn't really matter where it is, to be fair. But if it's a, a comedy one, like, it kind of depends on, like, I, I, I tend to listen to them when I'm putting my makeup on or mm-hmm. when I'm traveling more. It's less of a stationary thing if it's like a, something funny, but if it's more intense, more of a stationary thing. I'm wondering, yeah, send us, tell us where you guys listen, where you will listen to the podcast, because I'm quite interested to know who you're sitting next to and if you're holding their hand. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have been sent in a few questions from you all over the past. These are actually literally just questions left over that weren't used in question roulettes or ones that mm-hmm. were sent in for the very first um, Ella and Olo series two question when we did our Harry Styles interview. Yes. Well, not that we interviewed Harry Styles, but we're, we're like Harry Styles themed. We talk about him a lot. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean them. not that we don't talk about him a lot in every other episode, but that but one that one's particular. particularly yeah. Harry heavy. So we've got six questions here. That's not right. We have five questions here. Maybe we'll add in a six so that it's even. But we're gonna just take it in turns asking each other questions and the first one I'm not gonna lie, this one might be the biggest one. Should we save yeah. that for last? I think we should save that one yeah. for last. Okay. I'm also gonna need time to think on that one. Yeah, do you know what? I think so too. So yeah. that one is now going at the bottom of the list, mm-hmm. which means Ella, you get to ask the first question. So, Alo, who is your dream guest? Ooh, my dream guest. Uh, I assume they mean for the podcast. Yeah. Not just like <laughs> house guest. Although that ooh. that ooh, that actually that's that quite, maybe that's what I meant. I assume they meant it. Well, we can answer yeah. for the podcast. Um, my dream guest. I feel like some. I feel 
like maybe someone like Bella Thorne, who's quite oh. outwardly sexual yes. and is very open about her sexuality and like her, not just sexuality in terms of how she identifies, but sexuality in terms of how she sort of, how her body is her tool kind of thing, her yeah. own we- weapon. Like I think she's very sex positive. Um, and she's also been in quite a few famous, like, thruples and stuff, and, you know, she, I feel like she'd be quite an interesting one. Also, she would just amp up the, I feel like she would bring a whole nother level of, like, nonsense to the podcast, in the same way Miley Cyrus would. Yes. But I feel like Miley Cyrus has already kind of ticked that off her list. I agree. By doing yeah. the other. <laughs> well, would also bring a completely different crazy energy, because... Yeah. There are a lot of celebrities who are really open about their sexuality yeah. in their experiences, whatever. Yeah. Bella Thorne, it's an essential part of who, who she, she is, is and 100%. also why she's famous now. Yeah. So it's it would just be inevitable if she's talking about her life to also have that interlaced in it. Yeah. Which, interesting. I know. And then I also think this will come later. This, I think, where isn't a point I necessarily need to, like, think about now. But at some point, we'll come on to it when we, when we go into the book club and the book club is a little bit more established. We can talk about this. But I think the subject, the subjects of young mothers is really interesting. Yes. So for that specific reason alone, I think, now this it might be a little controversial, but I think Kylie Jenner. Because oh. I would love, I know she's obviously got like everything she could need to support a, a child, like when she had a child at 21. But at the same time, that is still, although she has everything and has the access to everything and anything, I think there's still the whole concept of being a young mom, or like Gigi Hadid was a young mom as well. And that's, yeah. and, and um, Sophie Turner, like it seems like a big thing that young, that sort of celebrities in our age group are having babies now and obviously it's not something you and I think about in terms of finances we could not do that these women can absolutely but at the same time it's interesting to think to me as to like why um, why someone our age would be inclined to have a child as but like if was it an accident I know that when Gigi had her baby or announced her pregnancy a lot of people like they realized the timeline of it and like oh it was birthday sex for Zayn that got her pregnant. It yeah. was like, yeah, ever everyone's aware of that. Extra special birthday present. Literally, nine months later, here's your present. Um, but I think the whole concept, well, it's not a concept, it's just like a thing. It's just a young mother and what it means to be a young mother and how people look at you and how, you know, sort of the assumptions made. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we're saying, like, yes, all these people have so much money, they can be young parents, but that doesn't mean it doesn't affect them having a baby at 24. Absolutely. Especially when you are a person who's in the public eye like that. Literally. When your yeah. physical self is part of your job, and having a yeah. baby is a completely life-altering experience. Yeah. Like, for Gigi to then go off and do the Vogue shoot, yes. where, which was the most amazing campaign. It was stunning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think someone like, and, and I think Kylie Jenner too, because obviously her whole empire is like, yeah, was it, so, you know, is she self-made, whatever, is it inherited, it's a, a whole debate. I, but I think she would be, yeah, she'd, her and Bella Thorne would be my, or Sophie Turner, because I am obsessed with Sophie Turner. Yeah. But, um, a queen. A queen, a total literal queen. Um, 
But yeah, I think they, I think Bella and Kylie would be my, um, would be my guests. Also, on the note of Kylie and young mothers, that's also a topic we haven't explored. I know, which is something that I think the book club could definitely dive into. I think that would be really good. Yes. Kylie, if you want to be our guest on the book club (laughs) episode, feel free. Um, and what about you? Who would be your dream guest? Your dream podcast guest, not house guest. Okay, so I have... I could not have Kylie as my house guest. She'd be like, why is this place a dump? <laughs> I know, I feel like she'd say that about any home that she went into. Yeah. <laughs> in comparison to where she lives, but I don't know. I don't want to put thoughts into someone's head. But, okay, so I have two, and they're mm-hmm. going to sound a little weird. Okay, um, I'm going to start with the weirder one first. Please. Hold your breath. <gasps> Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Because right. he has such a bizarre and specific dating history. Oh yeah, they're all young women who look like his mom. They're all young women who look like his mom, and they're all the oldest woman he's dated is like twenty six, and Leonardo DiCaprio is um in his forties, right? Late yeah, forties. I think so. Mentally, um, yeah. There's a whole that's Google image of like the scale of his age versus the age of the women that he... Oh my God, is that dates. like a chart? Oh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole meme. <gasps> um, there are also all of these things, like I've heard from people in my life that I know. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that this is common knowledge now because someone else said this on another platform, but I Oh my God, girlfriend people. age graph. It's yes. a thing. It's a thing. I told you. And there's also this thing that people have told me where when he is with a woman, he only wears sound-canceling headphones, like noise-canceling headphones. Um, pardon. I know, but anyway, I, and I'm sure that there is reason behind all of that, mm-hmm. and granted, this would probably never get cleared, his PR team would definitely never clear it, but yeah, I think it'd be not. interesting to sit down and speak with him about that. Yeah. Um, why that is. Or maybe we talk to his therapist. Is. Or maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe connect about it. But so anyway, that's one, I know it's a little weird, but. No, that's, that I'm, is quite interesting. I'm just intensely curious, because it's so bizarre, the pattern and the consistencies. Yeah. Just love to know more. Yeah, I love that. Okay, okay. fab. And your next one? My next one's a little bit more embarrassing. I would love to interview Taylor Swift just because, especially because our podcast mostly focuses on people in their 20s, and Taylor Swift has been such a staple figure in all of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both with the friendships that she's gone through and the people she knows and the relationships she has. Yeah. Particularly with men, her dating Mm -hmm. history. It's been so something that is on the forefront of pop culture always yeah that's true and i would love to bend her ear about that i also just <laughs> this love is good. her yeah <laughs> i also just love her i think she's yeah. a great um role model i think she's an unbelievable artist hands down and businesswoman and businesswoman and yeah. she's hands down whether you like her music or not she is one of the most successful songwriters yeah, in, of our time. Yeah, literally. Quite literally. I don't think that's a point that you can argue. Yeah. And I would just love to talk to her about... I, I, there's so much that she's done about her music, so I'd love to just talk to her about her life and mm-hmm. her perspective. Not even necessarily about the men she's dated, because yeah. that's so in the media, but yeah. her friendships and navigating that from being a young girl and getting her parents to move to Nashville with her and mm-hmm. all of that. I think she'd be a really interesting guest. Because there was also, there was also, I remember a few years ago, because her and like 
I remember her and Carly Kloss were like inseparable. Mm-hmm. And then there was that whole thing where the pictures came out where they were like at a basketball game or something and it looked like they were making out. And then a few weeks later, they like unfollowed each other on everything and they stopped talking and they're like not friends anymore. Yeah. So the whole friendship thing is interesting because if that was a whole, whether it was the pictures were, um, huh, pun intended, tailored to look like they, they were making out or whether they actually were and like sexuality was something that drove people, uh, drove them apart like that. Yeah, that's really, that is really interesting. And I think too, to have someone like her who has, you're right, who has literally been a staple part of our, especially women, I feel like, yes. our age, um, who grew up, I mean, you know, she's releasing like the Taylor's version and from the vault versions of all of these songs that we they were like my first concert. Oh my gosh. Like going to what you know, and fearless these were the songs and, that mm-hmm. got us through middle school crushes and Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And navigating stuff with our own friends and getting in fights with them and making yep. up. These her albums. Yeah. Whatever. That was the music we turned to. Literally. And I think, and it's so funny, oh my god, I've got ghost pimples just from that. <laughs> but it was so funny because I remember there was a, the Glee never did a single Taylor Swift song until, I don't know if they did one towards the end, but I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch the last couple of seasons. Um, but it Glee was my everything, like, for a while. Oh my god. And I used to... Me too. Oh, really? Okay, well, it was a ritual too. in my household. Oh, yeah, yeah, to same. To watch Glee on Tuesdays. Oh, how did it happen? I don't know. Oh. I think for us, it came out on Thursdays. I think it was a Thursday thing for us because oh, it was a few days before. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. That's oh, sexy. Wow. Was Glee part of your household, dude? Let us know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember when they were doing the Glee project, when they were going out and like, yes. si- like finding people. I remember, I'm not a singer. Ella knows this. But I remember being like, Do you know what? I'm going to fucking go on the Glee project and I'm going to sing Change by Taylor Swift. That was the song that I was like, yeah. that's literally going to... And I, I, I mean, I may or may not have written out my whole character's, like, story arc. I definitely did. But it was... But, the, but it, like, even... It, I mean, even something like Glee that didn't... That, you know, they didn't use Taylor's songs. I was still, like, every part of my life I was finding songs of hers that meant something and even yes. with that show like i was finding a you know a tie between them or whatever but mm-hmm. taylor swift and leo dicaprio that's good have they ever dated no that's have a they? great question because she is his type yeah. i think she's a little too, she's too old now <laughs> she's too old now but she she's been in the limelight since she was what 16 15 yeah, like yeah so at some point she would have been um that's that's a really good question who's your dream guest thank you to whoever posted that i think that was quite a long time ago but i we i appreciate you waiting around for us to answer it um next question ella what is the strangest phase you have ever been through oh my god okay go on Um, strangest is also another word for most embarrassing truly i don't Okay, so this isn't necessarily embarrassing because this absolutely is certain people's aesthetic. Mm -hmm. It just absolutely isn't mine. (laughs) It was, and it's just embarrassing because it was just completely me trying to be someone else, which is hilarious because it didn't work. Right. Um, But when I first came to terms with my sexuality, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, all right, so now I have to be really gay. I have to wear graphic tees and, like, layered T-shirts and, like, chains 
and a pin in my ear to like let everyone know I'm by. Oh my god, yeah. the pin. Right? Oh my god. And the funniest part so is this was not that long ago. No, it wasn't. It was like, really recently. It was really recently. Um, it was actually over like quarantine, like the end of quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I really, really was set on this being my new image and I wore like literally all black. I bought Doc Martens and like lace-up boots. Which, if you are someone who knows me, oh my God. tell them what you wore to your um, university audition. Oh, Jesus Christ, great. Okay, this is also another person. I guess maybe that's probably more embarrassing. That face. Go on, go on, just do it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, <laughs> when I auditioned uh, for university, I was all the way a thousand percent musical theater um yeah so when i was auditioning um for university particularly um for the school that i ended up going to i walked into the audition room i was wearing tan t-strap character shoes oh my god a navy and taupe polka dot dress um it was <laughs> and it was belted at the waist with a navy blue blazer and I literally stood in fourth position and like, hello, I'm here to audition for the musical theater program. It, oh my god. Do you know, I'm so happy you didn't get into that course because that, they would have eaten you alive. Oh my god, they, they would I would have been so miserable and also yeah, you would have. I would have been horrible. <laughs> As a human being, I would have been terrible. No, I just, okay, the reason I bring that up is just the whole like, like the um pin earring graphic tees and like three years earlier this is literally what ella walks into like university auditions in like that just shows that faces come and go you know they really do um, but what's actually really funny is after going back especially after this pin in my ear face oh my friends confronted me and they were like listen ella i'm so happy they did that oh my god me too i was too far like, away take it out of your ear it's yeah. not you let it go and i'm back to my roots i have a pearl in one ear yeah and this like one ear and it was a gift and another ear and then like some chunky gold hoops which is such yeah. a vibe and it's and it's actually really funny because a lot of the as far as fashion and outward expression a lot of the pieces that i have in my closet are pieces i've had since i was in mm -hmm. like high school oh i love um, that so I just really back to my roots, everyone. But anyway, those are my two wildly embarrassing things. I'm, I'm so proud of you for that. Ah! <laughs> oh, um, so, Alo, yeah. what is the strangest phase you've been through? Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't think... I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie. I don't think they're all phases, because they're not phase, mum. Um, no, I'm kidding. They're all fucking... Uh, do you know what? I have... I have t so many... Okay. I've got quite a few. Oh. <sighs> Fuck. Oh my god. I'm ready. Okay, do you know what? There's one particular outfit I wore at boarding school, which I think about it way too often. No, like genuinely. People say that, oh, I think about this all the time. I think about this all the time. And someone called me out on it while I was wearing it one time, and I was like, not sure why you're com complaining, mate. Basically, <laughs> it was... Okay, if I think the timeline... It was probably February or March, so cold. My boarding school was in, was Balls Deep, Surrey, so <laughs> in the countryside in England. It was, as they described this school, it was a gorgeous school. It was 
like heaven in the summer and hell in the winter. It was absolutely awful when it was cold out and like wet and snowy and horrible. So anyway, I had, um, I was going through my Winona Ryder phase, which I was oh, like, it's such a vibe, by the way. Oh yeah, I love it. Winona does that to everybody. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Actually, the other day, one of my mom's friends was like, do you know who you remind me of? And I said, is it Emily Blunt? Because I get that every day. Yes, and my mom true. laughed because the day before someone had said that to us. And she's like, no, not Emily Blunt. But oh yeah, I do see that. I was like, yeah, go on, who? She said, no, Winona Ryder in the oh. 90s. I was like, well, thank you. I will now be thinking about this for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah, cry. isn't that wonderful? That's beautiful. So this outfit in particular, I wore it too often. Basically, it was like I swear it was one of my brother's old pajama t-shirts or something. It was just like a big t-shirt. Okay. But my dad had this navy blue cord turtleneck, which like fit him like a shirt, and it fits me like a jumper. So I would wear that on top, and on the bottom on my feet. Here's the kicker. Actually, no, the kicker's to come. On my feet, I'd oh, wear no. these, like, kind of... You know those jelly shoes? Yeah. The ones that kind of look... These, look. They're, like, sparkly. Jelly the... sandals. Yeah, yeah sparkly. But not... not They weren't jelly. They were... Okay, so, like, yeah, like this. Me, but oh, they weren't... Yes. They weren't, like... They they looked like that, but they were... Oh, actually, here's a literal picture they of the, the exact style. ones. These are the exact ones. So they're black. Oh, Nice. Um, yes. And I wear those with the jumper, see-through tights, and, um, and like a really bright blue skirt, like mini skirt. But it was like snowing out. And I was like, yeah, I mean, there was just, the thing is, and right, and so I was in this like comedy group in my boarding school which is so ridiculous it wasn't a comedy group it's just like a one of the activities one of the clubs was like an yeah. improv class or whatever and the guy who ran it was like a former student he was so fit he was when i was 18 he was probably like 24 23 or 24 he was so oh, sexy his name was dan nice. uh, i think dan's like married now but anyway dan i was walking back to my dorm one day when it was snowing out and i was with a couple people from my dorm and we walked past the tennis courts as you do. Mm-hmm. And Dan was on the tennis courts and he was like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> and I was with a group of people and I knew he was talking to me because first of all, everyone else always, none of my friends were in that group. Like no one else was in the improv group as well. So they all knew he was talking to me because also I was dressed on the bottom. I was dressed like I was going to, you know, I mean, Six Flags in the summer. I was dressed like I was going to Thought Park on like a summer holiday. And then on the top, I was dressed like I was going skiing. And that was just, it was just a whole thing. And I loved this outfit. I don't know why. I think because it made oh, me wow. feel sexy top and bottom, but like in different ways. But sometimes <laughs> that doesn't work. Anyway, so that was one outfit in particular. And it was a whole phase because I wore it quite a few times. And I think my roommate kind of called me. Like she was... I think after Dan said that to me, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it's a great outfit. And he said, and he kind of picked it apart from across the tennis courts while he was teaching a class, like a tennis class. Oh my God. And I was with a couple people too. And I think I was like, right, this is enough public humiliation for one day. So maybe I should never wear this again. Um, okay, so there was that phase. The other was the classic cutting my fringe too short. That was also uh, when I was just like severely depressed. So I was like, we all go through the fringe thing. Um, what else? I loved, 
Um, I loved dipped dyeing my hair when I was like 15, all sorts of colours. Oh my god, I remember when everybody I knew yeah, had that, that Yeah. I was just always too much of a wimp to dye my hair. Well, the problem is, I think because I started dyeing it quite young, it yeah. did not become a problem for me to actually do it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, if, if if you know me well, you know by right now I'm blonde and this is my first... Oh no, I, I bleached my hair a few years yeah. ago. But this is my first this, time like living as a blonde. Because I was only blonde for like a couple of days before I went pink last time. That's that's true because you, you bleached it. Was, like, it I bleached so it to go pink. Color. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this is like... Uh, it's. It's like, it, it's not, it wasn't, it, this was not just like a solid bleach. This was like a highlights and stuff. So like it's butterfly. It looks, yeah. it looks natural. It looks so oh, good. Stop. Thank you. That's just because my roots haven't grown in yet. As soon as they do, you'd be like, why is there an inch of black on your head? Oh my God, stop. Um, that was fun. <laughs> okay. Next question. Do you want to ask this one? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, what is your most unhinged quarantine? I love this question because actually I don't know if I'm here. Oh, I know. My most unhinged quarantine purchase was a was do you know what? It was the it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Is that the expression? Yeah. Okay. It was a so during the January January twenty twenty one. I quit my marketing job and I started working as a tutor doing remote teaching, remote learning with some kids. Mm-hmm. And after school one day, I bought, um, um, like after they had school one day, I bought this kit, this like polymer clay kit. And it doesn't sound unhinged. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But um, I brought it to play with, you know, with the kids and stuff. And then I, that was just sort of to do something with them, but it was mine, so I bring it home, and then I started making jewellery, and then I accidentally started a business. It's awesome. <laughs> all of stuff is awesome. Um, and I'm not even just saying that because all of my dear, dear friends, I genuinely mean it. But then I accidentally bought some wicks, and now I sell candles. There's like, so I accidentally started a business in quarantine. Um, and that's why the podcast has not had a lot of time because yeah, that was all of us a businesswoman. Oh my god, stop it! Yes. Um, but if it, if we're talking unhinged in terms of like potentially impractical, just a bit silly, um, I don't know. Fuck, what have I bought? You're really reasonable. Oh, I'm not. I have way too many <laughs> necklaces. Um, I just buy shit all the time. I buy oh, I bought an ass bikini. Oh, but it looks so good. Okay, but I have a big mole on my ass, and I've always said to myself, if my mole is... It's not that big. It's, like, the size of your pinky thumbnail. I don't know how big your hands are. Ella's a tiny. Teeny tiny. <laughs> so it's not a very big mole. I could go putting my hand. Okay, maybe your thumbnail. <laughs> no, if it... I always thought if my mole was exposed, then too much of my ass is showing. That's been, like, my lifelong thing, and it's... It, not only is the mole out... But it's like an inch past the mole is out. Like you can almost see my ass crack. And that for me is not sexy. So that might be my unhinged. Yeah. Because I thought, you I know what? I love it. Thong bathing suits are in. They're around. They, love Island made it okay. Oh, and now we're all love doing Island. it. Also, love, on love the it. note of Love Island, it's related to my... I feel like we should talk about Love Island. And actually, Kevin J, um, we talked about Love Island on his episode. Because I always used to think I was better than the people on Love Island, which is why I didn't watch it. And I was like, actually, watching it this year, I'm like, I'm not better than these people. That's the sad part. Anyway, what was your most unhinged quarantine purchase, my darling? Um, so this is 
uh, truly life-altering unhinged. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, it fucking is. I know what you're about to say. Yeah, um, I bought a one-way flight mm-hmm. to New Zealand. I knew you. And I have a couple of projects and things that I'm working on and waiting to hear from, mm-hmm. but I kind of am thinking more and more that even if that those things don't work out, I'm still going to go. Yeah, you should go. But yeah, March 2022, I'm Fuck. moving to New Zealand and not looking back. Which means series three of the podcast is going to be very difficult to organize. Yeah, oh my gosh, the time zone's there. My uncle lives down there. Did you know that? So you'll have a safe place. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I'm going to Auckland is where I fly into. Oh my god, he lives in Auckland. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but anyway, that was a really, really unhinged. I, I love that. Um, New Zealand. Well, we're going to put a pin in that and we'll yeah. come back to that. Because yeah. that's, that's a big conversation. It's a life-altering thing, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, so that wasn't just unhinged, that was like straight up, yeah, that's going to change everything. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't talk about it. Okay, no, we talk about it later, we talk about it Okay, next question. Is this me? Should we, do you know what, should we, should we read the next one or should we just go to the last one? I think we should just go to the last one. Okay, well the next one was, okay, well now I've got to no. read it. Let's save it. Okay, we save it. Yeah, we yeah. save it. For questions roulette. Question roulette. It's a good oh, question roulette. Good question roulette. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, everyone. You're just going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait. Boop, boop, boop. Come back again. Um, okay. Last one. Here we go. This, is, this one, we were asked this when we did our first intro episode at the start of Series 2 before Bellagio and Nova, before all of their episodes. Yeah. Um, and the question is, if you could ask your ex one question, what would it be? And we had to wait because I think there was a lot of things some wounds were still fresh and we weren't yeah ready to discuss but i think i think we can do it now. yeah i think we have some good distance yeah. from it all from it all do you want to go first um yeah this is gonna take a little bit more of a sentimental turn yeah get ready dun 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 <laughs> um i haven't actually thought about this enough fuck that's okay that's why you go first that's okay, okay. that's why i'm going first because i unfortunately have thought about it all Sorry. um the one question wow oh my gosh my heart's like racing again hold the hand of the person next to you yes. um my first i want to preface this by saying the specific ex that i'm talking about great person yeah 10 out of 10 would recommend we just <laughs> work out mm-hmm. um but we had this really really great really strong friendship really great really strong Relationship. We're still holding hands, by the way. I know we are still holding hands. It's kind of nice. <laughs> it's kind of nice. And even just like human contact, it's kind of nice. We love it. Um, but in the end of our relationship, I felt like I was doing most of the compromising and negotiating and communicating. Mm-hmm. And in the end, when I, I was the one who ended it with my partner, I, they thought it came out of the blue. I thought it was a long time coming. And when we had the conversation, they were just kind of like, okay, well, if that's what you want. Mm. And we've been together for nearly two years. Sorry, this background is relatively important because the question I have is, why didn't you fight Mm. for us? Why didn't Mm. you, why didn't you do that? Sorry, I'm being incredibly inarticulate, but that's my one question because I, I also outright asked that and I never got an answer. Really? Yeah. Did they just skirt around it or they just didn't give you what you wanted to hear? 
Uh, they skirted around it. Their answer was, I don't know. Oh, well, that's Which good. isn't a real answer. No, it's not. No. Do you think, may, gosh, yeah, this did take a bit of too much time. Yeah. But I, I appreciate it. Do you think it could have been, now, I'm obviously not putting myself in the middle of the situation. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking in terms of, like, if anyone was to mention this with the context of that question. Absolutely. Relationship. Do you think it was something where they, do you believe that they fought up until that point and then just couldn't give anymore? Or do you think that no. you don't? No. Yeah. No. Because, like, like, any relationship. Yeah. Or not like any, but like most. Yeah. You can tell when things shift and they start to not be as easy as they once were. Mm-hmm. And when that shift came about, yeah. I felt like I was the only one trying to mitigate the damage. Mm, and we had many many conversations about it but um yeah that would be my question is why didn't you fight for us that's because sometimes I think no you know I used to I used to think Mm -hmm. that if they had fought more things would have been different but hindsight's 2020 looking back on it now hindsight's 2021 (laughs) (laughs) no but looking back on it now is definitely the right thing um for us to not have continued but it was something that it was in my head for a really long time. Yeah. Long, long time. It, but do you know what? It, it does, it will also affect how you see future relationships as well. Oh my God, absolutely. Because when that pivotal moment, that pivotal time comes for a your next relationship, whenever it may be, whoever it may be with, it'll come to the point where like these sorts of things sort of taint your, you know, obviously, as they all say, you're like made up of an accumulation of all of your life experiences and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to specifically relationships, particularly romantic relationships as well, like it pays a certain direction for how your future reactions will be. Mm-hmm. So when you come to that pivotal moment again, if the same, if the same, if the next person chooses the same action, it's it's like, well, how are you gonna deal with that differently? Yeah. Or, you know. And yeah. Then, or if they actually fight, and it's something when you realize, I don't want to fight, mm-hmm. like this isn't what I want, mm-hmm. you know, how is it going? Yeah, no, it, that's really interesting. That's a good question. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's still something I'm curious about. I don't, the mm-hmm. answer wouldn't, if if I got the answer tomorrow or today, yeah. it wouldn't affect how I feel about having ended the relationship, but I think yeah. I would put my mind at ease. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, that's fair. I think that's fair. Because you're also, when you don't get responses, like, it's the same thing about, go, you know, people ghost you or whatever, is it's just, it leaves you with your own thoughts. Exactly. And that's the word. Exactly. And, like, it also leaves you only with your side. Mm, yes. Oh, my God, yeah, we were talking about this, like, yeah. two days ago with a, a different situation, a different person, but we were, um, we were, we were doing, like, a reading, and we <laughs> realized, <laughs> just to get into a, our relationship, yeah. um, this is how we handle things, but and we were Very talking maturely. Yeah. <laughs> but it, in terms of like we were talking about someone getting ghosted by someone they really care about, and then it's like the problem with the, with just ghosting people is you literally. This is why I fucking hate being ghosted or ghost. You know, I would or never. Or ghosting someone. Or ghosting someone. That's yeah. That's the thing. Is yeah. I think you just shouldn't do it, regardless of the unless it's like a stalker or something, and then it's like yeah, this is best to just it, that's different. Um, that is completely different, but in the sense where you you're like don't abuse a situation by not acknowledging it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like don't let someone sit on their own with it because mm-hmm. we spend so we spent the other day we spent so much time and all of our energy we we, we were like emotionally worn out by the end of it yeah. trying to figure out someone else's point of view 
which is why it's like communication is everything because just ghosting people literally just makes you think the absolute worst of yourself as well mm-hmm. as of them yeah you know and then it's like oh fuck them they ghosted me it's like well actually you know had they not ghosted you had they explained their part of the situation it would have made you look at things differently yeah i'm of the opinion that no matter how serious you are with someone no matter what your relationship is with them you've gone on three dates and you met them on a dating app mm-hmm. if that is all it is yeah tell them. and you, exactly yeah. tell them one but two if you make the decision that you don't want to see them again or that they're not your vibe whatever Tell them, even yeah. if you're worried that they're going to think that you're going to be super clingy for saying that, or like, oh my gosh, they reacted so ridiculously. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of it either. Yeah. It's still better to tell them Yeah. than to not. It's always better to communicate than to not. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, if it's one thing if, like, the only messages sent between you on, like, a dating app was like, hey, hey. Like, that's different. Because there's not a single ounce of, like... Yeah. <sighs> commitment there there's not there's nothing but I feel like once you you've sort of established anything with someone you obviously don't owe them anything but I feel like you owe it to yourself in a partnership mm-hmm. whatever kind of partnership it is whether it's like you know intimate or not or friendship mm-hmm. or professional whatever it is like don't you know I think you owe it to yourself in that respective situation to explain yourself also can I be completely honest for a minute yeah I use this a lot, and I shouldn't because I hate it. The term, they don't owe you anything, mm-hmm. you don't owe them anything. Mm-hmm. I don't like that yeah, because you owe every single person human decency. Yeah, every single person genuine communication. You just do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think human decency is the, you know, it's the, it should be the foundation of any, yeah, anything. It is. And yes, I totally understand that, especially when you're young, like, playing games, mm-hmm. that whole stigma, that whole thing that yeah. people our age particularly do. If you find that fun and yeah. it is you are consensually doing it with another individual, fine. Not everything you do has to be healthy. But I think particularly in the beginning and in the end, mm-hmm. no matter how you go about the rest of the middle, mm-hmm. it's really important to have that communication so that one, in the beginning, nobody's feelings get hurt. And if yeah. they do get hurt, that's on that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two, so that you're, someone is not left with all of these ridiculous questions in the end. Yeah. Because how horrible is that? <laughs> because that's literally what brings people back to therapy. That's what makes mm-hmm. people, that's what eats them alive. It's like, because then you're literally just left with your own imagination. And that's when it comes to, you know, you being in social settings and meet someone who's even remotely similar to them. And you're like, what, well, am I going to start projecting certain things on them? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it will also just... It'll help you establish maybe there was something that you did which was in you know I'm not I wouldn't say incorrect but maybe there's something that you did that was insensitive or maybe yeah. like maybe it isn't all on the other person mm-hmm. and they ghosted you because there was something was a bit too intense for them or whatever but like you can also learn from that you know from Absolutely. yeah and and I think. I think, too, it's difficult. There are obviously situations where one person is a 100% in the wrong. But there, most of the time, I feel like things add up from different, from both sides yeah. or from all sides or whatever, where if something comes to an end and, you, you know, and someone's more to blame than another, I think like, leaving something without explanation makes it worse for everyone, obviously. But I think, too, like, if 
Yeah, I don't know. I, it's just always easier to put blame on other people than to yeah. actually like respect what you've done, the decisions you've made. Um, but then again, you know. It's also I know, it's to very, really it's, put it in black and white terms. Yeah. I compare it to applying for a job. Mm-hmm. It's much better to hear no, you didn't get it. Yeah, than to no not hear anything at all. That's so true. Cool. Well, that was a fucking juicy question. I remember I when we first asked that, we were like, Do you know what? This is this has to be saved we for another. Think whoever wrote that in. Yeah. Question. We should. We should. We should. So thank you so much for. Gosh, those were there weren't even that many questions, and we've like tackled a lot. We just but really got into it. We really got into it, and thank you all so much for sending in your questions. And so I think now we are. Do you know what? This is really fucking. I haven't been so excited about anything in so long. I know. Ella and I have been working pretty hard on this next chapter. So Ella, yes. would you like to take it away and introduce the next segment? Yes. So recently we posted a teaser announcement for a fun new Talk Dirty Tea segment. Um, we're super, super psyched to get it out to you guys. It's kind of different from anything that we've had on the podcast before, but obviously the subjects are going to remain in the same avenue. Yeah, it'll it'll be... Okay, so here we go. Come on, please. <laughs> It will be a sort of book club-esque situation where you all get to vote for a certain topic and the two of us will find an applicable book or short story based on the subject. We will then announce the chosen, what the chosen text is and if any of you are familiar with it and fancy coming onto the podcast, we would love to discuss it with you. You also don't have to read the book or the literature necessarily, but if you are involved in that community or have specific ties that you might like to share, we would absolutely love to have you on and talk about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to be looking to you, our beautiful listeners, what you all want to read about, what you want to hear about, and what you are interested in discussing. So, okay, another drum roll for the first book. The first book that we're going to read is called Love Without Sex by Sophie Lucido Johnson. So, you sexy listener, if you, the person who is listening and holding a stranger's hand, (laughs) so if you have read this book or would simply like to speak on the subject of navigating the world of relationships in your 20s, please do get in touch and we would love to have you on the first book club episode. Again, book club is gonna be you like we're, we're gonna so workshop the title. Bookshop is a book club is a I mean blues. Book club. Not bookshop. <laughs> I, said, I said bookshop. You said book club. Oh, I okay. Was wrong. <laughs> book book club is a loose term right now. We're gonna be working on that a little bit. Something a little oh, cheeky. Something yeah. a little more clever, all encompassing. All encompassing. Um, but yeah, so that's the so love without sex is gonna be the August twenty twenty one book. Um, we are gonna you know, invest in a copy of it ourselves and we are going to read it and then we're hoping the end of the month to schedule in an episode with someone discussing it. But yeah, if you have any specific subjects in mind, so we've come up with a few ourselves, which just to name a couple, but it's like, obviously we would love to hear more about the BDSM community. So if you or someone you know is in it who loves talking about it, let us know. And also if there's a book or like Ella said, a piece of literature about the pe- about the subject that you think we should read to, you know, to um, inform ourselves and mm-hmm. also, you know, just to be able to talk about it with mm-hmm. some kind of context, um, then please let us know. So we're thinking BDSM, you know, romances, and not just romances, but relationships 
as a whole, like as a whole subject. Yeah. Uh, in your twenties, not just twenties, you could be however old. Um, but we are in our twenties. We are. <laughs> we are still in our twenties. It feels like it's taking forever to get out oh, of them, but not rushing it. Um, long distance relationship is something we have both experienced and something yes. that we know a lot of people who have also done. So if you, especially right now in the pandemic, a lot of people yeah, are doing that. A lot of people or the complete opposite where close distance relationships where you've suddenly had to move in with your partner because of quarantine, whatever it is like, you know, or what was the, the other one was, um, open relationships. Cause yes. that's a big and one. And polyamory too. And polyamory. Yeah. Yeah. That's an excellent subject. So if you have any suggestions on um, some texts that you think we should get our grubby hands on that is to do with the, those subjects, or if you have any specific subjects in mind that you would like us to discuss and you know address and inform ourselves with, please do get in touch. Um, our Instagram is at talk.dirty.2.me. Our Instagram, I mean, our email is talkdirty.gmail.com. So send us any information whatever and we will we will get cracking on it and then obviously if you want to talk about it we would love to talk to you about it please you know please please this is a this is a i was about to say two-way street but it's kind of a three-way street because we love a three-way street street three-way street um three-way street how does that work like a fork in the road that's a three-way street you could have a three-way street like a three-way stop oh my god doy oh yeah like a roundabout's a three-way and then that's a four-way Roundabout can be as many ways as you want. It just depends on how many exits there are on the roundabout. What the fuck is a roundabout in dirty towns? <laughs> <laughs> roundabout's gotta be something. It's gotta be something. We should probably look at. We'll look it up and address it. Yes, and thank you so much for joining again. Apologies for the hiatus. We were busy, busy, busy mm-hmm. getting this book club to, to name to be confirmed sorted and just living our own lives. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs> also trying to navigate the world. Mm-hmm. opening back up a little bit after the pandemic we, yes we have to talk about that a bit oh yeah oh my god next episode yeah because we've literally just the past few episodes have just been like every single intro has been so we're still in quarantine blah 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 yeah, yeah. um so thank you so much for listening we love you you know please we love you and we've missed you we fucking missed you like and we've missed each other like we've missed not gonna lie more than anything we've missed we've each missed other. each other yeah.